this week on Tea with Queen and Jay. Do you have a problem with Black girl voices? When is a work of art patronizing of its subjects? And when is it supportive of a marginalized group? We drag your faves and talk about chicken. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Oh my goodness, we're back and we're recording a podcast. Have you ever done a podcast before? I think so. For the past maybe five, five plus and a half years. years, maybe. Maybe this is our 215th episode, perhaps. Maybe. Okay, cool. Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We, we are, are two womanist race nerds, nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with, with Queen and Jay. And Jay. So, for those of you who don't know, we've been recording in my apartment, and my dog Hennessy is here. Sometimes she sits and chills the fuck out, and other times she... most times she does Most times she doesn't, and you can hear her tap dancing throughout the apartment. Yes. So, um, if you hear a clickety-clack, just know that it's Hennessy, but hopefully you won't hear it. They usually don't. We be editing it out. That's true. She's a little adorable dog, so just imagine a little adorable dog tap dancing into your heart. Okay, if you'd like to follow the conversation being had on this here podcast, you can podcast. do so by using our hashtag, hashtag Tea with QJ. We like if you use it on all the social medias. We like it. We love it. We retweet it. All of the ways that you engage with that shit on social media, we do that. Also, use the hashtag pod, and that is a listening now hashtag that lets other people know that you are listening to Tea with Queen and Jay. That's right. Jay, you want to tell people what libations are? Yes, I do. Libations are when we pour out one for the people, places, and things giving us black ass, black joy. We pour one out for the homies. We What else do niggas do when they pour libations? For the ancestors, Thank you. the people, places, and things that yes. give us black ass joy. That's right. That's, That's what, what we, we do. do that for. Queen, what are your libations this week? My libations are for the Bay thing. And also for YouTube. Because my air conditioner at the peak, not a, not really the peak, but in the middle of this fucking heat wave. Heat wave? It has been a heat wave in NYC. Decided to stop working and shooting out hot air and not mm. cooling my bedroom the ac in my bedroom anyways mm-hmm. so i was like what the fuck and if you know me i do not do heat once it's past like 82 degrees yeah. i'm a fucking bitch i'm horrible to everyone i don't like that shit i i i don't i think i'm an arctic african-american okay because <laughs> i cannot do that shit so i'm panicking i even called my mom because i brought my ac on her like home depot card i was like is there a warranty mm. what the fuck is happening i need air right so that was kind of what was going on i hit up the bay and he's like did you clean the filter and i was like no so i cleaned that and then it still wasn't working he said it might be ice buildup look on youtube to see how you can get rid of ice buildup in your ac Smart. and i did that and it fucking worked and then i had cool air again so shout out to the bay thing and shout out to men who like even though he didn't physically fix it fix mm-hmm. it but who kind of know how to like do things fix things yeah that's nice because y'all don't be fixing and building shit do doing nothing Oh, this is libations. Right, yes. Things that bring us <laughs> black ass black jokes. Yes. Jay, do you have some libations? I do. I have a few libations. Um, so first off, I was on Foral Nerds last week. 
I actually co-hosted an episode, so yeah. I wasn't on as a guest. I was there filling in and co-hosting. Doing what she does. That's right, yo. So thanks to everybody. Doesn't what she do. I just had to do that. Okay, so, thank ahead. you. Thanks to everybody over at For All Nerds. I got to um, interview actor Lee Shorten, and that was fucking exciting. He was an incredible guest. And me and Tatiana King are a fucking dynamic duo of uh, interviewership, yo. We're fucking I don't know about it. all of that, but okay. <laughs> Are you jealous? Yes. <laughs> you ever say that ever again? Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Well, arguably, I'd probably be good with anybody, but Tatiana is good at interviewing motherfuckers, and we made a good team. So I was mm-hmm. thankful for that, yo. Cool, so cool, once cool. again, thanks to um, the team over at Four All Nerds. And I'll put the link to that episode in the show notes. People have been talking about how much they fucking enjoyed that shit. So yeah. yeah I haven't so, seen a lot of feedback. I yeah. haven't listened because that's a good episode. Yeah. But because what? Because you be avoiding nerd things? No, because every time I do listen, when you're in those spaces, mm-hmm. I'll be like, yes, my friend. And then they go to some place and I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> so that's why I haven't listened yet. Right. No, this is a, it's a good episode. I think anybody could really tap into okay. this and like enjoy cool, it. Cool, so cool. it's a good episode. Gotcha. Check it out. Check it out. Mm-hmm. My other libation. I went to see the film The Farewell. That one is starring Aquafina. It is a film written and directed by lulu wang it's about a chinese family who decides not to tell the matriarch of the family that she's dying of cancer so it's um the main character's grandma is dying of cancer and they all keep the secret Mm -hmm. and they make this whole trip to china so everybody can say their goodbyes pretty much and she has no idea that she has cancer um or is or is dying of cancer that's how i want to go all right, we got you. Don't talk to me about that. Okay, cool. So I thought it was a lovely film. Lena Waithe actually is doing this thing um, called Hillman Grad Mentorship, and she like buys out theaters around the country for independent films, mm-hmm. and you can register to go see these movies for free. She usually announces it on Instagram. That's cool. So yeah, so I thought that was super dope. I got to see it for free. It's fucking great. Mm-hmm. It's about family. It it is. It there is a discussion of death, but it didn't make me feel like doom and gloom or yeah. sad or whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought it, it's still a good story about family and shit. And just like all those times when like like there's certain family I only see at weddings and funerals. Yeah. But you still love them. You still fuck with them. You still enjoy their company mm-hmm. and shit. So it was like like that kind of energy. But gotcha. I liked it. I fucked with it. It's another film by a woman of color and support it i think it's worth supporting my last libation Mm -hmm. is a work hack okay if you work in a job where the man is trying to limit your access to fun to fun and great to the internet to great things to spotify to stitcher whatever you can we had somebody actually write us in and they were like their job doesn't let them access access spotify Spotify. or stitcher anymore our podcast is embedded on the website so if you go to tweetwithqueenandj.com and scroll down the soundcloud link is embedded there well not the link the soundcloud player is embedded is embedded on our website so if you want to go to tweetwithqueenandj.com you can listen to the podcast directly there and i was glad that that listener was able to do that shit and not be at their job working as a fucking prisoner slave to the system that's and not ridiculous. able to like to listen, listen to what they want to listen to that's like whack fuck? that's whack we're talking about spotify you're not talking about like hbo you know what i'm saying like it's not netflix <sighs> the fuck yeah so um yeah so libations to work hacks word 
Queen, can you tell us how and why to donate to Tea with Queen and Jay podcast? Sure. So we ask for donations to help sustain this podcast, progress this podcast, and keep the lights on for this here podcast. You can donate by going to our website, teawithqueenandjay.com. Just slide down a little bit, and there is where you will see two options. Two. Our first option is our PayPal option, and that is where we ask you to donate however much you want in the pot. Whenever you want to, there's no commitment there. Come and go as you please. The second option is our Patreon option. And that is where we're asking for a little bit more commitment. We're only asking for $2 a month. $2! You can give more or less. That is up to you. We are some option-ass giving bitches. So you decide that's only $24 a year. Um, and do that. That helps sustain Tea with Queen and Jay. Other ways that you can donate that are not monetarily, but also very important, is by subscribing to this podcast. Whatever apps, whatever app you're using to listen to this podcast, subscribe. Make it permanent. Let us just like pop up in your feed and always be there. Rate, review this podcast on whatever app you're listening to. That helps with the algorithm and it lets people get more access to us. Share us with a friend. Use our hashtag, hashtag T with QJ. Tell your friend in IRL to, hey, I have this new podcast for you to listen to. Write about us. All of that shit. However you can get the word out about T with Queen and J, you do that. And then we can grow and sustain and do all that good shit. That's right. That's right. And thanks yeah. to everybody who has been rating us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we appreciate that shit. Please continue to give us five star ratings. It is incredibly fucking helpful. If you would like to sponsor Tea with Queen and J podcast, if you'd like to advertise with us, you can t-mail us at teawithqueenandj at gmail.com. If you would like to hire us to speak at your school or organization or do a live show or consult or do a presentation, send us your t-mail at teawithqueenandj at gmail.com. Yes. Um, so this week, donations, libations, we just got a few patrons. And a, a patrons. few, but a lot, you know. So we got Alicia, a gangan. How would you say that? I would say a gangan. Okay, a gangan. My mom made it a gangbang because I just like. Okay. That. A gangan, 808, and Maria. Thank, Thank you so you. much for that, for becoming a patron. Thank you. Thank you. I want to say thank you. (laughs) Speaking of thank yous, we got a note of appreciation. And this one says, hi, Queen and Jay. I just wanted to drop you a quick note of appreciation. I found your podcast earlier this year after a brief mention on another podcast I listened to, The Brown Liquor Report. And you all have quickly become one of my favorites. I'm one of those weird, obsessive people who will binge listen to a podcast I like and I have gone back and listened to every episode you guys posted. Wow, that's intense. Why? 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 We thank you. We just think back to those first few episodes and it's like, wow. We didn't even have segments then. Okay. We didn't even do any of that shit. Nah, we just showed up. And then we got into, we edited a few. And then we were like, we're great at this. We don't got to edit anymore. And then we didn't edit anything for several episodes and it was a fucking nightmare. So cheers to you. Okay, so care of yourself. That. Make sure to drink some water and all that. But thank you for listening. I too consider. I'm back in the letter now. Okay, I too consider myself to be a womanist race nerd, and I love the way you offer your unique and authentic perspectives on topics that are important to me and the community as a whole. Through you all, I have also been introduced to other podcasts that I now love, like Marsha's Plate and Inner Hole Uprising and Queer Walk. Just by listening to your podcast, I have been challenged to be more community focused and to be intentional in loving and affirming Black women. So thank you. I I've also been led to examine a lot of my own beliefs on womanism, classism, capitalism, ableism, etc. You all have definitely helped 
me to continue to grow. I appreciate all you do and look forward to hearing you all every week. Thanks, Jasmine. Thank you for listening, Jasmine. Jasmine. We appreciate you, yo. Yeah. I enjoy that. That makes me feel good. And libations to the Brown Liquor Report. We appreciate you all. For the assist. For the assist, yo. For the love, for shouting us out. The alley-oop. There you go. That's the best sports references I've done. I'm done. Are you done with sports references? Mm-hmm. All right. Couldn't think of any more. Uh, you said assist. You said alley-oop. I don't know any. So I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I was like, besides I, just repeating I was trying to move to you. another sport and I was like. Mm. I know somebody is thinking of a few. I was trying to think of football ones, but that's not my lane, so uh, stay in my lane. All right, send us your punch. Pass the baton. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we got some news. One of uh, the What's show, the news? the news. One of the shows that we've been watching and reviewing. <laughs> that was little a little dog too. <laughs> That was an evil laugh, and I, I'm not involved in evil laughter at this, but <laughs> She's Gotta Have It was canceled on Netflix. Oh, Yeah. Oh, it's sad. It's sad. It's sad. Yeah, that's a lot of people went out of Yeah, that's a lot of people who were working on that project, a lot of black folks that were employed on that, and so libations to them. We know that they will all find spots elsewhere. In the we brought refreshments. <laughs> if y'all haven't seen that clip, we'll put the link to that shit in the show notes. It's fucking funny. Anyway, um, yeah. So I know that Spike Lee is looking for other streaming services that want to carry. She's got to have it. So that's cool. Netflix is going to continue to carry the first and second seasons. Um, we did a full like five episode review of she's got to have it season Season one one. and then we did a one episode we reviewed the whole season of season two recently so we'll put the links to those in the show notes for anybody who wants to go visit um those properties or who haven't watched those shows already and we do critique them so check them out speaking of netflix another show that we liked yeah, we actually liked. We did actually. No, we like this. We like not this. Another, Sorry, not another that. show. Don't do that. No, oh. we didn't like She's Gotta Have It, and it's known, so there's yeah, no need to like skirt around it and act like we didn't Skirt, now. skirt. Okay. You that, won't, I won't skirt, skirt. <laughs> I won't skirt, skirt. You're right. You're a right. series that we enjoy. A series that we enjoy on Netflix, Dear White People is back. We reviewed each episode of season two. Um, I'll put the link to that playlist, a SoundCloud playlist. I'll put the link to that in the show notes. And so for anybody who wants to go back and listen to our reviews, they're a good time. Yep. So check that shit out. Mm-hmm. This season, what we're going to do, we're going to review the whole series in one episode. Yeah. So it'll be a jam-packed episode of all the shit that we liked and had questions about yep. in this season. It'll be womanist race nerdy as fuck, unless the season sucked. Then it'll just be fucking weird. But we <laughs> like that show and we expect it to be a good show so like yo justin singing yo hit us up yo let's make this like a like a whole like partnership thing like what's good yo i'm saying maybe then we could do all of like no we'll do every single one then we'll do like a play-by-play it'll be good different we'll do like a watching along we'll fucking like live tweet that shit let us know how the kid what's good okay so we're doing that so be on the lookout for that and watch the series if you hadn't checked it out we we definitely enjoyed it I enjoyed the second season. Decided to put that out there. The second season is better than the first. Yep. Yeah, the second season is like, okay, cool. We have more the time to delve into this. Yeah, delve into this shit. They went into some good places. Yeah, so time. I'm excited. I'm excited about season three. Queen. Yes. You have an event coming up. What's yes, going on? Yes, so I have an event. So a part of Mix Vixen IRL, which is like my workshop and event series, 
I have my Bad Bitch Affirmation Workshop coming up. Um, and this is a series of workshops and conversations that sent to black women and femmes through communal conversations. So it's basically just us talking about one topic and then working through that and then like coming up with tactics and ways to affirm whatever that particular subject is. And this month, not this month, the August one will be about affirming your bodies. And it is on August 16th at 5.30 p.m. at Cafe Con Libros. Entry is donation-based. I'm just asking for donations because it just helps cover the cost of holding the event. Um, And you must RSVP. The space is limited. Cafe Con Libros is not a huge event space. So you must RSVP. Don't just be coming like, hey, girl, and just popping up. I can't. can't, Girl. I can't do it. You know, I can't do it. And also, I've, you know, when you rent space you tell them how many people you expect to be there true all right so no drive-bys okay this month we'll be discussing how do we feel about our bodies um so we'll be having conversations about what your body looks like feels like even how it functions things like that i know a lot of those conversations are usually about like how you look but i wanted to go a little bit a little bit deeper and then like i said go further and find ways for us to affirm ourselves and whatever you you know we discuss or wherever the conversation goes It's a free space for you to get all of those thoughts out. And then you can also learn about other people's bodies and how other women, femmes, or folks impacted by misogyny are, how the world interacts with their bodies and how they interact with the world with their bodies as well. So if you want to come, the link to that is in the show notes. And like I said, this is donation-based. So whatever whatever you could contribute, you just do that. And um, hope to see you there. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. Okay. I'm excited about that. What time does it start again? 5.30 p.m. All right. Okay. Okay. And then the homies over at Queer Walk, the podcast, are doing an upstate escape. And that's happening from August 30th through September 1st. That's and that crazy because that's where black people escape to. To where, Syracuse? Upstate. Oh. Like we come north and then, like, a lot of times oh, they I just continue saying. going yeah, on. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we're still doing no, that. No, I feel you. That's right. You're mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I, I know. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just thinking about all the dynamics of it now. <laughs> anyway, um, but it is a retreat yourself. It's a retreat weekend, and all you have to do is pay for your travel, and I think because they cannot house everyone, pay for your lodging. Yep. But the other events during that weekend are going to be free and donation-based. We're going to put the link for registration in the show notes. You just have to register by August 8th. And I'm going to read this from that link. It says, join your favorite black queer troublemakers and queer walk hosts, queer walk co-hosts, Money and Nikita in Syracuse for a fun and regenerative queer walk weekend. Take this time to hang out and meet other members of queer walk community starting the evening of Friday the 30th and wrapping up the night of Sunday, September 1st. This will be a fun and chill weekend to de-stress, be in and build community and learn a thing or two about the rich abolitionist and organizing history of Syracuse. New York. Some of the events this weekend will be queer folks of color only events for all self-identified women, femmes, non-binary, agender, trans folks, but others will be open to everyone. So we'll leave the link to that in the show notes and you can see what events they have going on. We plan to be there and yep. it's going to be a good black ass time. Yeah. Cool. I, I picture us walking nature trails and Aww. shit like that. I'm going to start doing more walking now so I don't lose my breath. <laughs> that, was my, that was my shit though can you Mine keep too. up that's a valid question Mine the fuck can you keep up okay baby boy all right are you ready to get into the show make me lose my breath you ready to get into the, the show fuck oh yeah yeah okay all right cool <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> 
no place, child. All right, Queen. What kind of tea are you drinking? I'm drinking water because we okay. are in the middle of a heat wave. Heat wave. Heat wave. It is. It's it's too hot for any of it. Yeah, so it's too hot for iced tea. We it's can't just have, too fucking hot. We can't hot. have on the air while we record, so yeah. we're going to drink water. Yeah, that's that's what's going on in here. Right, Henny Penny? What kind of tea are you drinking? I'm sorry, my dog is looking at me. I was staring into her beautiful brown eyes. She's so cute. I am also drinking water because it's fucking hot. What are your pronouns? She, her. What are your pronouns? Uh, my pronouns are she, her, they, them. And what do you affirm for yourself this week? I'm affirming that I'm a bad bitch. I affirm that I am enough. I affirm that I'll be self-employed and financially wealthy without trauma. I affirm that I'm in a healthy relationship that will continue to grow stronger. And I also affirm that I am well-rested. Yes, and yes. I also affirm that that piece of hair that I cut when I was taking out my faux locks mm-hmm. is going to like flourish. It is going to flourish. And catch up to the length of the rest of my That's hair. Right. So it's not alone mm-hmm. that in that spot. Mm-hmm. Jay, Yo. what do you affirm for yourself? I affirm, as always, that I am not a lady. I affirm that I am enough. I affirm that my apartment is paid for. Rent is paid for for me to live there, but the rent my rent is paid. My rent stays paid, and this is my apartment where I live, where my rent is paid. I'm wealthy. I'm self-employed, and my finances are abundant. I'm paid. Opportunities are fruitful and bountiful without trauma. I've got bags upon bags upon bags of financial wealth and health. Yeah, I don't undersell myself or underquote my rate, and I'm fucking healthy, yo. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm from. I'm healthy and I'm cool. (laughs) Not now because it's hot, but I know what you mean. I'm affirming that I'm cool. Yes. You know what? Let's affirm that we're cool for this episode. We're cool. We're cool. We're going to stay cool. We're going to stay cool. So, have you been watching Euphoria on HBO? Yes, I have been watching Euphoria on HBO. Do you like it? I do like it. Okay. Um, Zendaya, way to say I ain't no fucking Disney bitch. Oh, yes. (laughs) You know? Oh, yeah, I enjoy it. How do you feel about it? I like it a lot. I know that there are people who is just not their cup of tea, and that's cool. But I do. So far, I'm enjoying the depiction of like teens and like a variety of fucking teens ways, yeah. doing whatever the fuck is that they're doing. You know. Mm-hmm. So I'm enjoying that. But I've been seeing people. Mostly, what I've been seeing, I'm sure it's on Twitter as well. But most of the feedback that I'm that I've been seeing, that's like not negative, but just like making me like. Wait, what are Confu- y'all? Yeah, like, who, what? who are you niggas? <laughs> uh, has been on Facebook, and it's been, like, parents asking their kids, is this really what y'all go through? Is this really what it's like? Like, parents watching who are horrified, and they're like, is this really is what this it's what like? Is this is what like? goes on? Is this what high school is for you guys right now? As if they're not parents of teenagers. Right. Who? And so, yeah, so most of the people on my timeline who asked their kids these questions were like, yeah, I asked my kid and they were like, nah, this is not what we're dealing with. Like no one is no one is doing drugs or or just stuff that it just made it seem like the challenges that the kids in euphoria are de- euphoria are dealing with are so far removed. Yeah. From their existence, drugs, sex, all that stuff. And it just made me wonder like, do you think your kids are going to tell you like what they doing? yeah like i remember when i was a kid you ain't tell your parents what you was doing i didn't i I lived a whole secret life right i didn't tell them all of that stuff and i personally wasn't doing drugs even though my dad like 
thought that I was smoking weed regularly just Mm -hmm. because for the sake of him saying it and being one up on me, which I never did that until Mm -hmm. I got to college. But whatever. Yeah, I didn't smoke weed in high school. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, there are things that those kids are going through that I didn't experience. But also there are things like I knew kids that were dealing with really challenging and like hard shit so while it might not have been my personal experience like we knew people who were like dealing with that stuff and it's just been interesting because i wonder the way that a lot of people are a lot of adults are responding to it it's like like what did y'all do in high school who did y'all know and i think some of the kids on euphoria would have been in the past defined as like bad kids right like Mm -hmm. kids okay so-and-so was having sex stay away from them so-and-so is doing drugs stay away from them so-and-so is into some weird shit stay away from them are we so removed from whoever we're perceived as like the bad kids that we can't that we forgot they existed yeah that we can't connect with or sympathize with or understand that like there were teenage people dealing with really quote-unquote adult situations Mm -hmm. or just confusing teenage situations adult concepts filtered into confusing teenage kid shit yeah, or there's, like, people who were watching this as adults and kind of, like, expressing that these kids should have adult thinking processes. Right, like, make, make better decisions, They're make fucking 16. Yeah. What the fuck were you doing at 15? Mm-hmm. I wasn't making great decisions. Right. You know, it was just like... Where where is this place <laughs> with you? Where teens were perfect? Like right. where where were you that teenhood mm-hmm. was perfect and everyone was like fine? Like yeah. outside of I'm like watching the show outside of having an open trans person in my school, mm-hmm. in high school, all of that shit was fucking happening. Yeah, like all of that. No, mm-hmm. we didn't have anyone. No, we did have someone go to rehab, but like. And I wasn't, like, my high school was small. It wasn't, like, shit was rampant and it was, like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But, like, these things happen. I had a friend who experienced domestic abuse mm-hmm. from a partner when yeah. we was fucking 16. You know, like, it's just, like, mm-hmm. like, how far removed are you from this? I don't know. Yeah. It's just strange. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I just wanted to talk about it a little bit because I feel like as, like, a, a human characteristic sometimes is, like, romanticizing, like, this false sense of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. for old shit and romanticizing like whatever was the past or like whatever childhood was or is supposed to mean or adolescence was yeah. or is supposed to mean and i just remember having like a whole like secret life i would say I in I junior did. high school yeah mm-hmm. like we were it was people going through like real life stuff i was in a house and i knew a train was about to happen and i was like i'm going home you know what i mean yeah. like I, in I, eighth grade i knew the house is where the train happened and i just did i just never went I there because I, like, I didn't cut middle school i just i didn't do that i didn't cut either it just happened right. like a half day mm-hmm. and we're in the house hanging out like okay cool and i was like wait a minute <laughs> yeah this is strange um i'm leaving are y'all leaving other friends mm-hmm. who are girls and they were like no and i was like okay well i am and All i right. left you know that's so like i don't know but mm-hmm. yeah yeah that that type of stuff was also common in my world i don't i don't know it's just interesting watching people respond to it so i was just curious but um if you all have anything interesting to say about euphoria let us know because i'm curious as to what some of you all are thinking and how they compare to your experiences as um adolescents yeah word 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 word
Speaking of TV and media and shit like that, have you seen The Lion King? Nah, son. Okay. So I went and I saw The Lion King and I thought it was good enough. You know, I've already seen The Lion King, but this was with live action animals. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do a full critique of it, but I did want to talk about Beyonce and her role as Nala in The Lion King. And I've been hearing a few things. Like everyone critiques Beyonce's acting. Beyonce is excellent at a lot of things. Not this. Uh, I don't want to say that she's not excellent at this, but I feel like a lot of people critique. Wait, no, time out. She's not excellent at acting. I know. Yeah, no, that's yeah. Yes. She's yes. You are you are correct. I, I am aware. You you are correct. She's not. she's not excellent at acting, but I don't think that she wasn't good as Nala. Like I don't think that her non acting chops were on display in this role. Like I thought it was fine. I thought her voice acting was fine. Yeah, so generally, as a general rule, no, Beyonce's acting is not, like, impeccable. Mm -hmm. But as a voice actor, I didn't think that she was bad. Mm -hmm. I did still see people talking about how she's not a good actor, how she wasn't good as a voice actor, how it didn't fit. And I was, I've been thinking about it because I watched it, and I was like, in terms of what the other things that are happening in this film, no, she's not fucking James Earl Jones. But what's required of Nala, she's fucking doing it. It's mm -hmm. happening. She's gotcha. making the fucking lion voice, mm -hmm. like... It's not a big deal. But what I do think sometimes is because her voice sounds like a certain type of black girl, her speaking voice is a certain tone of black girl. I feel like when you're listening to that tone of voice, like I feel like all the other black folks in the film, there's an air of what people like to associate with like regalness. Mm -hmm. The way everybody sounded, it's like they're speaking a certain type of King's English and everything is coming off in a certain tone and Beyonce's voice is a certain type of black girl voice. And I feel like there are certain there are certain scenes in certain areas where people feel like that type of black girl voice doesn't belong. Mm -hmm. So like even if she was at her peak in acting, whatever that is. To some people, I wonder, would that involve her changing her voice? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Would it that would. involve her voice not being the type of black girl she voice that like it she is? She from Texas. Right. Like, I feel like a black girl from Texas. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like some of the problem is you have this particular voice and this particular voice doesn't belong in the Lion King in this. You're supposed to be this regal, like, whatever the fuck you are, Princess Lion or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And regalness is not associated with this type of black girl voice. Mm -hmm. But it's just a thought I had because I really, when I watched it, I was like, okay, what, what else should she be doing? Like, again, not an amazing actor, but this is not, like, she's doing a voiceover. It's fine. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. It was just something I was thinking about. I think people about. just have a hard time... I didn't think about this until Money said it in a group chat today. Mm. Money from Queer Walk. Um, that her voice is so associated with her. Right. That it's like you hear Beyonce no matter what. Like mm -hmm. you can't like hear, I guess, whatever the character is or okay. whatever you think the character is because you like always hear Beyonce. Like mm -hmm. you always associate with Beyonce. Not in a way in like what you're saying with the black girl voice, but mm -hmm. just like this is Beyonce speaking to me. Like that right. type of thing and not like... Because if, like, you think about, to me, Angela Bassett sounds the same and, like, mm -hmm. her things. But, like, for some reason when she acts, and it could be because of this regal stuff you're talking about. Mm -hmm. When she acts, she sounds like, I believe the character. Or it's, like, becomes one thing. Right. When Beyonce is in movies, I see Beyonce. I don't see who the character is. Mm. Because I hear Beyonce. And I'm like, ooh, Beyonce. Like, I'm mm -hmm. not, I can't even, like, make her just, like, an actor. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm looking. I'm looking at Beyonce. I hear Beyonce right now. Like mm-hmm. I don't. I can't separate that. Right. When I hear her speak, I get that. I don't. I don't know. I just. I feel like. I don't know. That's hard for me because Angela Bassett does have that type of like regal. What what people associate with like a regal voice, a regal presence mm-hmm. type thing, and I get that. When Donald Glover spoke, I heard Donald Glover, and so did everybody yeah. else in the theater. Motherfuckers like clapped and shit. <laughs> I like, I, I like, like the little clips I've heard. I'm uh-huh. like, shut up. I like, I like I it. I, I like love it. I was like, oh, it's Donald, Donald Glover. He is lying. He is Simba. Yeah, I didn't like it. I liked it a lot. I don't know. I don't know the white man who played Simba the first time around, but it wasn't Donald Glover, and it should have been Donald Glover. Well, Donald Glover should have played like the white child. man who played. He was like a child. I guess he was a kid. Being anti-black. <laughs> what? You don't think that he was an anti-black kid? <laughs> <laughs> Donald Glover was definitely an anti-black child or an anti-black teenager. Yeah. But that's how we got the Donald Glover who's so reflective on blackness today. That's what you got to do. That's how you get all the stars, all the like celebrities, like the, the social media celebrities and all of that who have all this excellent oh, commentary on blackness, like the ones who get to make it, they were all self-loathing like niggas. Yeah. They all fucking hated themselves. All of them. And you can smell it. You can smell it on them sometimes. Yeah. Every now and then they'll say something like, "Oh, you're you're, you're, still, you're still getting it's, over it's resurfacing. this." Yeah, you're you're still. That's that's okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, maybe you're going with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. That's fine. I'm just saying. I don't think it's fine. I'm okay. just saying. We know that anti-blackness is common. I'm not judging you for being anti-black as a child. I'm just saying I can still smell it on you sometimes. We saw you at the door. We saw you at the door. But maybe that's why they are so good at teaching white people things because they. They're just really good ass cold twitching. That's oh, <laughs> right. That's but anyway, <laughs> Beyonce don't cold switch or like that in that yeah, type of way in don't. terms of her voice. She's absolutely right. And now. I really do think that people reject that shit in their body, like even black people. I just thought of that clip when she was like, what? it was some video. She was watching a video of her like cooking. It was mm-hmm. a music video and she's watching. She was like, look at me. I look like I can't cook. That's accurate. <laughs> 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 that's funny Ooh, yeah fucking oh, is beyonce all right speaking of speaking of speaking of beyonce beyonce so um so in addition to being in the lion king mm-hmm. which i saw and i thought it was fine cool yeah beyonce released an album to accompany the lion king the gift the gift the album is called the gift yeah it has some enjoyable tracks. Mm-hmm. And then it has some tracks that people are enjoying that are interesting. Before we go on, <laughs> if this is your first time listening to Tea with Queen and Jay podcast, please know that we fuck with Beyonce. I like Beyonce. I have fucked Beyonce with fan. all of like all of her works, everything. Um, I always enjoyed Beyonce, but like the Beyonce that's like my Beyonce is like, I would say, um, self-titled album i have all the other ones before that like i have all of them i liked all of yeah. them but self-titled i was like oh beyonce That's lemon- and then lemonade i was like yes lemonade is like okay i trust mm-hmm. you now my my beyonce awakening mm-hmm. these are beyonce origin stories <laughs> <laughs> my beyonce awakening happened before the self-titled but i had went to a live show with my home girl mm-hmm. um she just happened to have an extra ticket 
and I'm at the show and I realized remember those days remember when your homegirl happened to have <laughs> an extra ticket to Beyonce show not, never it's again not possible it ain't so I went with her to the show I'm like yeah of course I'll go so I went and I realized I knew the lyrics to all her songs and all her choreography and mm-hmm. I had not purchased any albums so I was like bitch you's a fan yeah. stop acting like you're not so that's yeah. my Beyonce origin story so we tell our origin stories just to solidify the fact that we are Beyonce appreciators we love Beyonce, I guess I would say. And we can smell you niggas at the door who regularly shit on Beyonce. Usually there's some area there's of self-hate some, or usually some shit going on or there. Some, like misogynoir yeah. happening. It's usually. weird. It's because it even it's like the type of things that are said. It's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking to you. If you think I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you. It's weird. But you know, whatever, do you? But we say all that. We about to critique some shit. So we just want everybody who's super sensitive about critiques to know that we are talking about Beyonce as appreciators and lovers of Beyonce. And we can critique people that we like. That's even, how you know to me on anyway. Even Beyonce. If you really appreciate something if something's not happening right you should be yeah. able to say friend yeah friend this ain't this ain't right what you doing girl the fuck what you doing kind of fan me personally mm-hmm. i'm not a, like a good fan if i'm not gonna be like girl mm-hmm. so right now is a moment okay. to say girl yeah so we're talking about one song we're not going to critique the whole album the other podcasts will do that but we did <laughs> want to talk about the whole so- one song yes so there's a song on the album called brown skin girl mm-hmm. and I, dang, I'm like always laying in bed. But anyway, I was laying in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Did you buy a desk? Yes. What's that at your desk? But not this past few days. I've like been in bed. Good like I'm you. laying down. Good. Fuck that shit. Rest. Yeah. So yeah, I'm in bed. So I'm in bed and I'm on the Twitters and everyone's kind of, not everyone, but people are talking about this brown skin song. I'm like, okay, whatever. Go to sleep wake up and it's the people are still talking about it so i'm mm-hmm. like let me listen to this everyone seemed happy yeah. okay maybe this is something mm-hmm. that can make me happy too and i had listened to the song and i have to admit that i've i rarely am listening like to words words like I, it's beyonce i'm sure i'll enjoy it so i just played the whole album i was like okay brown skin girl that's cute blue ivy is singing on the track i'm like oh look at blue's little voice that's cute she mentioned lupita and lupita i saw she was happy about yeah, it and I liked saw that it video. so i retweeted that i was like oh look at black girls having fun but I didn't do like an analysis of the words of this song because I listened to the album. I was like, okay, this is an album associated with the movie. There are tracks on here that I really enjoy because I like the music sounds nice. It's not Lemonade where I felt the need to listen to every single, the words of every single thing and like really get deep into it and do a deep dive and shit or whatever. Word. I was just enjoying it. So Yeah, so I see. Yeah, you know, that, that's what it was. I saw Black mm-hmm. Girls Having Fun. So I'm like, well, I want to see what we doing, what we doing. Mm-hmm. So I put the song on, and then I was like, what is this? Why are we happy about this? This is weird. And it made me think about the times when I have, like, a light-skinned friend, and they're like, somehow colorism comes into the conversation. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, but you're beautiful. And I'm like, bitch, I know that. That's not what, for me, that's not where... 
I need this colorism conversation to go. I don't need you to tell me I'm pretty. I don't need you and your light skin ass to validate me and my existence mm-hmm. and my fucking esteem. Like I don't need that from you. Yeah, I'm so, not asking you for that. Right. And that's what I got from yeah this song. So for anyone who doesn't hasn't listened yet, we suggest you go and listen to it. But it is in if a shorthand description would be an, an ode to uh brown skin or dark skin black girls yep. and and talking about like their beauty and things like that so that's that's the shorthand description yeah and queen as a would you describe yourself as a brown skin girl a dark skin girl um yeah dark skin brown. okay depends some sure. people say i'm dark skin some people say i'm brown skin okay yeah cool. whatever works. so that's how you that's how you read it yeah so it was just like hmm. so then i tweeted it and then sometimes a lot of times when i have these colorism conversations mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel a little gaslit or like, am I thinking too much? And it's just like, you know, whatever. So I'm like, maybe I'm thinking too hard and maybe Mm -hmm. this is just for kids. Right. This is for the little black girls. The other piece of this especially is like, mad people are celebrating this song in particular yeah, and we know it's cool because blue her, like beyonce's daughter blue ivy is on the track and that's like a big fucking deal yeah um and she sounds adorable and she gets a writing credit and everything like that but like pay black women pay black women <laughs> but in addition to that mad people are celebrating the messaging of this yeah. song so i just need to put that for, for those of you who are not tapped into social and know what's happening on social media just to put this critique in context this is not like a critique that like i've heard a lot of other places yeah or so, that we've heard a lot of other and places. i think maybe that's why i felt a little gaslit because so many people were so happy and excited right and i'm like what are y'all what are y'all here mm-hmm. am i missing something mm-hmm what the fuck it was just right. like weird so i'm like maybe this is for kids i know if i was a kid maybe this would be like a thing i wanted my daughter here. Mm-hmm. i don't know then i also kind of like think about my childhood and how i didn't experience colorism in my home and mm-hmm. i think because and also my mom is dark-skinned so like because i came from a home where it was so affirming mm-hmm. me being a dark-skinned person that even when i went into the world when people was if people said things i just thought they were bugging like right, right. you bugging because mm-hmm. what i know is that, you know whatever so i did have that privilege to kind of be nurtured in that way so i'm like i don't maybe this is but little i don't think i would have needed that song as a little girl mm-hmm. but maybe some little girls need this song so i don't know i don't know i don't know so what part where where did you begin to be bothered by the song in the very beginning as soon as she says brown skin yes. girl you're like this is a whole light-skinned family yes because it was like about brown skin because it was like beyonce is a light-skinned person okay and like i said it felt like when i would hear light-skinned girls tell me i was cute as if i needed their validation, validation because They've been so accepted. The world tells them they're beautiful, like all of this shit. And now they're telling me too, like you are too. Like mm-hmm. I would know, or you know, like just this weird kind mm-hmm. of fucking dichotomy where it's just like, I need to hear that from them. That's usually how it's presented. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what's wrong with the world. I don't, but you're beautiful. And it's like, I, that's not even what I'm fucking talking about. Like, and I, I so usually. So give, give an example, not, not that you need to give a concrete example. What I'm saying when you said that's not even what I'm talking about. So, yeah, you'll so be, like I said you'll be earlier, talking about this. Yeah, that's not, like I said earlier, we could be talking about colorism mm-hmm. and it always goes back to beauty. Mm-hmm. And that's not, for me, mm-hmm. that's not where I even care to talk about colorism about because right. I, I know I'm beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I live in a world that doesn't, but I don't, I've never been affected by that stuff as far as beauty is concerned when my skin color limits me it's 
access mm-hmm. it's stuff like that i don't give a fuck access about like yeah like so let's say on 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 a superficial level so people can understand like i know i've not been in clubs because i am darker mm-hmm. like you've limited access to me simply because i'm a dark-skinned person right. shit like that i don't give a fuck about if you think i'm cute or not my mm-hmm. skin color is dead ass limiting me access to things right. people treat me differently because i'm dark then i give a fuck about being cute mm-hmm. like yeah I, I that's the part that I, I don't get usually for me when I have colorism conversations those are the things I'm talking about mm-hmm. I'm not talking about some ashy ass man not wanting me because I'm not light skinned that's never the scope of my colorism conversation ever mm-hmm. but when I have those conversations with lighter skinned people it was like I don't know because you're beautiful and it's just like can we get off of that like are light skinned people that delusional that they're at that one on one level of mm-hmm. like this dynamic of colorism right that's the piece and it's just like beyonce you're doing this too mm-hmm. like yeah i don't need you to tell me i'm cute mm-hmm. i think as a rule um i think that it's important that and for those of you who have never seen what we look like i'm i guess generic light skin i think that as a rule something that folks need to understand if you're not a part of a marginalized community if you're not a part of whatever is limiting access for people or whatever whatever piece of somebody's identity is is causing them to be marginalized don't create songs in ode to them or pieces Mm -hmm. i think pieces of certain types of artwork or um certain shit in ode or in celebration of this other group like telling this directed to this is what i mean more so directed to the group right Uh so you could do something that addresses a certain issue but i shouldn't be as a light-skinned person or i shouldn't be as an able-bodied person or i shouldn't be as As a a thin person. person or as a straight person telling queer folks you guys are wonderful Believe in yourself. It gets better. Yeah. I shouldn't be I shouldn't yeah, be no. telling a queer kid that it gets better. I need to find a queer adult, find my nearest queer adult <laughs> and be like, yo, I'm organizing or, a it gets better campaign. Or you just listen. Or you just fucking listen. Like you don't have to like I posted something on Facebook mm-hmm. saying these exact thoughts. Right. And instead of just like maybe the light-skinned folks who joined the conversation Mm -hmm. whom I ignored, instead of just like seeing the dark-skinned people have this conversation and see how we engage with each other and see how we talk about this thing, just fucking listen Mm -hmm. so you could fucking learn. Like, you don't always have to have a fucking answer. You don't have to fucking always offer the labor of that shit onto the other person. Like, Mm -hmm. sometimes you could just listen and fucking learn. Like, that shit is not hard to... Well, at least I think it's not hard to do. And I think another thing that was my issue with this song was and i I wasn't like before you go can i address what i was trying to say mm -hmm. because i think what you're saying is important but what i was specifically trying to say is that i feel like there are i feel like people will let's say they listen right let's say that people with a certain type of platform oftentimes feel the need to do something and what i'm saying is that this is not one of those things to do like Mm -hmm. directly speaking to like when you do your work talk to the oppressor talk about the oppression that's what i'm saying about it don't talk Talk to me and that's why i I ignored all the light-skinned people like some other light-skinned person come in here and talk to them because i'm not doing it right beyonce could have made a song about actual colorism You know what I'm saying? She could have talked about colorism. She should have talked about. She could have talked about the white supremacy that divides us. She could have talked about. People don't talk about 
white supremacy and how right. that is like right. the birth of all mm-hmm. of this shit. So that's because because that's what I'm, that's that I guess that's the point that I'm making is that instead of talking to the person that's affected, talk to the problem. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Instead exactly. of talking to the person who is affected by sizeism, talk to the problem. Instead of talking to disabled folks, talk to the problem Word. of the limited access that disabled Word. folks happen. So speak to the problem instead of speaking to the victim. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's the point that I was making. Yeah. And then it's like, to me, the colorism conversation is so layered to always see it played out in the media as me having, as a dark-skinned person, having issues with male gaze. Like, fuck that shit. I don't mm-hmm. like... And that is something that may be a factor for lots of other women who are darker. Mm-hmm. But the other layers are like fucking bigger to me like there's there's yeah. there's more fucking in a pie to fucking have a conversation about than whether this motherfucker this ashy motherfucker over here is gonna love me or not mm-hmm. like but it's isn't it would you say that it's um it's male gaze it's white gaze it's yeah, all, all the of, gazes all of that, appeasing all of this other shit and telling right. me that like telling me that even even with this like even though you're dark you're like even though you're dark, like, you can still appease these things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no. Like, I don't give a fuck about appeasing these things. Me, mm-hmm. personally, I don't. And then it's like, to hear this from this light-skinned black woman who is married to a man who, from my knowing, f- from knowing who he's, met, like, dated or whatever, mm-hmm. is always light-skinned women. Right. So, like, are you talking to fucking Jay-Z and asking him why he only dates light-skinned women? Like, mm-hmm. are you, like, talking to the fucking men in the industry that you fucking know and all of their fucking women are white? Like, are you, t- I mean, not white, but mm-hmm. white or light. Are you talking to them? Like, why are you talking to me about this? Yeah. I don't need this. Mm-hmm. Like, you said, talk to the problem. Like, mm-hmm. don't talk to me. I don't want to hear you talk about this. Right. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Gets on my nerves. Yeah, so I did. We do know that Jay-Z dated um, Foxy Brown, but that's a different conversation. She was underage, so yeah. he shouldn't have been da- dating her anyway. That's, but everyone else, Blue Quintrell, Rosario Dawson, Aaliyah, like, everyone's like, mm-hmm. t- did you, have you talked to Jay about this shit mm-hmm. before you fucking... And put this song they down. They both do music. My, they could have like, did a song together about, about that type of... Um, colorism like decolonizing that shit within themselves in addition to that um there's no brown skin girl on the track so that's another oh, thing okay. well there's that yeah <laughs> talking 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 to the person who's experiencing the oppression instead of speaking to the oppressor yes um so you're talking to these people it kind of ends up like you're talking at black girls to an extent because why not that's how i felt there are two there's a girl and a grown adult woman on this track and neither of them are the subject of the song but they're both talking about brown skin people dark skin people so that's a little strange especially on an album of collaborations have a brown skin girl singing about herself maybe it's interesting and i'm not we're not saying that Beyonce gets colorism wrong all the time. Like right. she does hire lots of dark skinned people, mm-hmm. dark skinned women, like she you know, whatever, right? But we're talking about this song. I just wanna say that because yeah. people like to fucking creep in our fucking emails right, right, with dumb right. shit. We're talking about this yeah, song. Yeah, I agree. And I think that I think that you can be somebody the system is we live in a white supremacist, patriarchal, capitalistic system, right? And so light-skinned people benefit from the system, yeah. period, right? So most of our celebrities, pop stars, historical figures even, especially within entertainment in particular, yeah. are light-skinned people. So there's a difference between 
criminalizing black beneficiaries of the right. a white supremacist yeah. system, mm-hmm. which is not what we're doing. We're critiquing the behavior of those people because a lot of, especially our ancestors, our light-skinned ancestors within entertainment, black folks, a lot of them used their access yeah. to benefit black folks. So it's yep. really, for me, it's about how do you use your access, You how do you use your light-skinned privilege to benefit the rest of your community and to dismantle the system that allows you to thrive over other black people, yeah. right? And so the critique of Beyonce... I think in in this conversation is about this song in particular, but I don't personally, and I don't know, you can speak to this more as a dark-skinned person on the show, I don't particularly um, feel overall that she is, until this song per se, promoting the concept of her privilege. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I think mm-hmm. she definitely benefits from her light skin privilege, but I don't feel that she is... She would not is, be Beyonce the way we know her. Right. Was she my color? Right. That is fact. Right. Because Kelly stands right next to her. Mm-hmm. Well, used to. They're not, you know, right, whatever. Right, but right. we, that is fact, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, these are things that we're aware of, and I'm sure she's aware of, unless she's delusional. But, like... Right. But that, I, that's the piece that we're saying. There's no evidence that Beyonce is delusional about the fact that yeah. she benefits from, from white supremacy and that she benefits from light skin privilege. Yeah. So, we're not saying that she is delusional in that. What yeah. we're saying is that this song was a big light skin mistake and <laughs> light skin lore. Like, a lot of, a lot of light skin to your folks friends. do this. I'll be trying. I'll be trying. I know. Then they stop being friends with you. They do. They just, <laughs> they just don't fuck with me no more. And that's, that's okay. But, um, but, yeah, no. A lot of... Light Light-skinned folks and a lot of folks in different intersections of privilege do this stuff to other marginalized folks and to more marginalized folks. It's just a blind spot. And you think instead of addressing the oppressor, no, you're beautiful. No, you can do anything. No, believe in yourself as a privileged person. Yeah, no, as a privileged person, you shouldn't be. Just pass me the lotion and shut up. Shut up. You shouldn't be giving advice to those who are less privileged than yourself. Yeah, yeah, that. It it reminds me of like, you know them hotep? paintings that mm-hmm. used to be sold on 125th all the time right and it's like a dark-skinned woman naked and she's just all oiled up mm-hmm. and it's like see we worshiping the black queen and yeah. it's like all you did you're was fucking you stri- you're exotifying me one mm-hmm. you stripped all my clothes off and threw fucking baby oil on me right. and i'm supposed to just be like yes i'm being worshipped like mm-hmm. no what is this that yeah. was what this song was for me like I see what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. but nah, Beyonce. Like, I couldn't tell if I hated this song more oh, or no, that no, song bring it up? she had from back oh, in the no. day when she was with Destiny Child. That was when Destiny's she was like, Child song. Girl, That's... take your clothes no. off, you nasty. Dun, dun, dun. No. That woman shaming song she had, oh, Destiny no. Child had it. I won't put that just on her. Yeah. And also, she was way younger. That's another thing, too. Yeah. My expectation. For present day Beyonce. For present day Beyonce. Yeah. Beyonce was something different, Mm -hmm. but also I have to remember she has been living in this light-skinned body Mm -hmm. her whole life, and sometimes you're going to fall short, Right. and I think this time she fell short, Mm -hmm. and that shit made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I was like, maybe it's for kids, and no, and um, Chachi was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-uh. I was like, you know what? She right. You're right. It made me feel uncomfortable because that's what this is. It's the same discomfort I feel when I have those conversations. And then it's like, oh, but you're cute. And I'm like, that's not what the fuck I'm talking about. I said that they think I'm mean because I'm dark. Mm -hmm. Like, I literally sit in this office and don't say shit. Mm -hmm. But you're beautiful. (laughs) 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 
Like I literally ha- I don't do it yeah. But I literally have to be nicer Or think about being mean And like mm-hmm. all of this shit That I have to think about Because I'm darker mm-hmm. People perceive me Literally differently Because I'm fucking darker Right Like You wanna talk to me About being cute Bitch I know I'm cute mm-hmm. But your skin Your skin like pearl I don't understand <laughs> that I don't get what that means. It means it's shiny? No, like pearl eyes. Oh, this is back to our conversation about pearl eyes balloons. <laughs> you get it now? Do you get it? Do you get it? So you just put oil on me? Uh, No, that's just the, what they're that's saying. That's shiny. Is that, no, it's not. Pearl eyes is not shiny. I'm not saying this is right, guys. I'm just trying to... This goes back to me and Queen, me explaining the difference between a solid color balloon and a pearl eyes balloon to Queen, okay? This, these are party aesthetics um let's abandon they're this. shiny no it's not shiny. they have a glow they have a gloss okay which is uh, a black not, woman that's not really gloss that's it's, pearlized it's not matte it's not matte it's not matte all right it's not matte but that what okay mm. all right but i know tell us what that, you know don't say that <laughs> I that's agree. what i know i agree i wasn't disagreeing with that I agree just, with you. And then it was interesting to see people celebrate it. While we were like doing research, I wanted to look at the words and stuff. So mm-hmm. I Googled to get the words for the song. I'm not going to say them. But a, a article popped up. Oh, my God. And someone, I didn't, I didn't write the person's name, but there's an article and they're calling this the anti-colorism anthem. And then I click it and the author is a light-skinned woman. Yeah. A light-skinned black woman. A whole, like, a whole one. I think also she has light eyes. Like a, yes. I think also they might have wet and wavy hair. You like. need to get your friends. <laughs> get your friends. Look, y'all need to have some light skin meetings and talk mm-hmm. to each other. Like talk to each other. I literally they made. Do have light I literally made a That's post. Not what they be doing, Man, though. light skin bitches came in there asking questions. All of us dark skin bitches was ignoring them because mm-hmm. we didn't have time. They didn't even talk to each other. Yeah. Light skin bitches in there who agreed with me they didn't say shit to the other light skin bitch. Talk to each. Mm-hmm. other because i'm not doing that shit mm-hmm. yeah annoying but yeah, yeah i like the rest of the album but that song is going to be skipped yeah it's weird it's strange yeah no nah, it is strange i had saw your post about it and like i said i did like a perfunctory listen um and i was like okay well i just you know i'm sure if she feels that way i'm sure that's what it is okay fine and then i saw you post about no you mentioned it in the group chat mm-hmm. i was like okay sure and then when you said it again on Facebook and I saw like people comment, I didn't read the comments. I was like, let me listen to this song again. And I listened. I, honestly, I thought I was going to be one of those things. Where I was just like, OK, you know, that's how she feels about it. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to it again and it wasn't it was uncomfortable. Yeah, was, talk to the oppressor. Song. That's the, that's yeah, the, that's the thing that me. was highlighted don't to me. To it's me. like, why are you talking don't to the talk victim to of the oppression? Don't talk to me. Talk to the oppressor. Don't talk to me. Okay. Don't talk to me. Yeah. That's the moral of the story. Don't talk to me. Talk yeah. to them. Yeah. All right. So we should probably take a break. Money, 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 money. <laughs> money. <laughs> Do you know what this year is? what every year is all about yeah but like giving black women your money yes give black women your money hashtag pay black women yo okay okay so So. how do they give black women their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women's race nerd podcast every motherfucking week every week week. 
Sometimes and, twice um, a week. Yeah, yo. <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, we definitely can. Absolutely. So how can you do that? You can go to our website. Yo. TeamWithQueenAndJay.com. Hit that donate tab. Mm-hmm. And we have two options there. So two. Can, two. You become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice. Oh my God, we're going to get money. Again! <laughs> All the time. Yes. And we're black. All the time. All right. So... We're going to get into news that's not news. That's right. News that's not news is when we talk about events that are either not being covered in the mainstream news cycle or they're being covered but not in the way that we would talk about them. So here it is. News that's not news. In a world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor. In a world where people respect Don Lemon. Queen and Jay bring you news that's not news. News that should be news, but it ain't news. Because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways, with a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news. That's not news. Yeah, so today's news that's not news story is brought to us by NBC news.com i put NBC News. <laughs> NBCnews.com. So parents are warned their children could be put in foster care over lunch debt. That escalated quickly. Let's, yeah, because, you know, we don't give a fuck about the poor. So I'm going to just read some of this from the article. An Eastern Pennsylvania school district is coming under fire for sending letters to parents demanding they pay their school lunch debt or risk having their children placed in foster care. And one letter shared on social media and obtained by NBC affiliate WBRE the parents are informed that their child has a balance of 7525s and if and if they do not pay it the parents could be reported to Luzerne County Dependency Court. Your child, this is um these are actual quotes from the letter. Mm-hmm. Your child has been sent to school every day without money and without breakfast and or lunch. This is a failure to provide your child with proper nutrition and you can be sent to dependency court for neglecting your child's right to food. The July the July 9th letter reads, if the parent is taken to court, they risk their child being removed and placed in foster care, according to the letter. Um, this is also on the letter. Please remit payment as soon as possible to avoid being port- to avoid being reported to the proper authorities. And then the letter is signed by Joseph Mumph, the director of federal programs for the um, Wyoming Valley. I guess that's the place in Pennsylvania. School district, West School District. So, yeah. Mm. That happened after, you know, social media made this, you know, a jumping story. Um, the school district has apo- has apologized and said that they will send softer letters to families. So I wanted to... <laughs> wait, sorry, my eyes. Wait, wait, wait. They'll send softer letters. Will it still include that their kids are going to be taken and put into foster care? Um, when I was reading the article, a p- not the same person who signed it, but someone else from that district was like, this is... This is not how we 
use the system. Like we're mm-hmm. not gonna the foster care system is something that's already like flooded right. and it's for children who actually are like being abused or like mm-hmm. need need to be removed from their homes. This is right. not a reason to remove it from your home. So I don't understand why um, Joseph Month, that's the person who signed the letter. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why this was their tactic that they were using to scare people into pain. This is not even something in law that we could even do. Wait. Yeah. No, I was just trying to understand exactly who Joseph Month was. So he's the one who co-signed on the foster kid shit. Like, we yeah, will send like, you kids that's, to that's, foster That's care. in a letter basically to scare okay. these, these folks. Um, to make them pay. That's insane. But there's food at the school. Like, there's enough food there for them kids to eat. Like, can we, like, just feed the kids at the school? So, like, because somebody couldn't afford... That's that's too much. Just because you cannot afford what they are charging for school lunch, okay, does not mean that you can't afford to care for your kids. Like, there are... If there are parents who cannot afford the school lunch, then school lunch should be reevaluated. Like, it's always been the case that there have been poor folks in society because people are poor. It's the system depends on it. Capitalism depends on something that's... Capitalism depends on people and families and children being on the bottom of the system. It depends on it. That's why there's a climb to the top. There's a top and a bottom, right? People on the bottom have always been able to send their kids to school and those children eat while mm-hmm. they're there. Yeah. At minimum, it's been understood within this country that there are children whose only meal is their fucking school lunch. Yes. People know that shit. Mm-hmm. Okay? Give the kids the fucking school lunch. Public, the public school system was invented because if you were poor, you wouldn't be able to go to school. Mm-hmm. So maybe the food should be free too. Right. Like, what the fuck? You th- okay, so now they're getting to school. And if they don't get to school, now the parents are going to go to prison or mm-hmm. something like that because they're not sending their children to school like right. that's a crime so like make it so they can eat like how are you making it a crime well it's not an actual crime but why are you trying to scare people into thinking it's a crime mm-hmm. to not have fucking school lunch but it's another it's another means of like criminalizing poverty and it goes back to something that nikita from queer walk podcast said about a surplus population yeah right is that mm-hmm. okay it doesn't matter you can't afford to um pay for lunch at school, then we'll take your kids. They'll end up in foster care, which a lot of children age out of, end up in end up homeless mm-hmm. a lot of times, homeless and then or in, or in the or in the prison system. Yeah, and then either way, that's fine. Homeless prison system, dead. You're a surplus person anyway. Poverty, those these are surplus niggas. Yeah. It doesn't matter what happens to you at all. So I wanted to. Um have that story and it's been a large conversation about a lot of these school lunch deaths i've been Mm -hmm. seeing these stories happen a lot i also saw i can't remember what state but if the children if the families default on like paying the school lunch after a while they give the kids they separate the kid Mm -hmm. and they give them a sesame butter no sunflower seed butter and jelly sandwich Mm -hmm. for lunch so okay you do substitute food with something else since now i guess that sandwich is free Mm -hmm. but now that child is like fucking ostracized from everyone else in the cafeteria and eating what is sunflower seed oil Mm -hmm. like oil I no, thought they would at least butter. make it into a Sorry. butter. Oh, butter. God. Butter. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> my bad. It's butter. You know so what I mean? So there's bleak. so many ways Still that we bad. are making children. They're kids and you're othering these kids. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But like, that's they're kids. I've seen stories where the fucking, I guess the little girl's balance was not paid or mm-hmm. something. And they made the girl put the food back. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Mm-hmm. 
So I just wanted to have that be our news that's news news that's not news story. Um, I don't have any resolve at the moment, but I'm sure there's like some kind of like organization or initiative to like raise money. I know Philand Phil, what's his name? Philando Castillo. Yeah, Philando Castillo. In his name, they created an organization that pays off the debts of mm-hmm. um, kids' school lunch because he mm-hmm. was a um, school lunch person. Right. I'm sure there's school other, lunch like administrator or. I think he served school lunch. Okay. And I'm sure there's other initiatives like this probably around the country because, you know, we got to take care of ourselves because they don't take mm-hmm. care of us. If you know of anything like that, please let us know so yeah. we can, like, shout them out on the show and possibly get more funds their way mm-hmm. so more kids can eat and not get these fucking threatening letters from these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's news. Absolutely. Is, news is not news. All right. Are you ready to pay black women? Give me your fucking always ready to pay black women all right can you tell folks what our pay black women segment is all about yes so pay black women is the segment where you can either support a black woman run business black woman or indigenous run business support a black woman or indigenous run organization donate them some money or actually just support a black woman or indigenous woman if they need money for whatever big or small we don't care they can need money for fucking i don't know hair supplies we don't give a fuck they ask for money we give it to them and that is pay black woman that's right and we are not actually doling out money to people um but we are highlighting folks who can use your fucking money yes so visibility that's right this week's pay black women is aremus jewelry and that's aremus jewelry co on the internet if you would like to go and visit their website Aremus Jewelry Company is a black woman-owned brand based in Philly, shoppable online. Aremus promotes jewelry, accessories, clothing, home decor, and artwork rooted in affirmations for children and women. As a one-woman shop, Aremus offers limited edition designs personalized for you using high-quality metals, fabrics, and gemstones made by hand with love. Aremus, they actually sent us a few of their pins, which we fucking love. They Mm -hmm. sent us these two pins with little women with bantu knots which mm-hmm. is super cute and they came in different shades yeah. they came in light skin and dark they had skin. a light skin one for jay thanks i got a song you got a pen <laughs> <laughs> that was funny um yeah no i did get a pin because a lot of times a lot of times like like black artwork and like black crafts and stuff they won't come in light skinned which is okay i never feel left out of that but it was cute when i opened the box i was like oh look at that <laughs> that's that's adorable got a little yellow pin. got a little yellow pin all right but anyway aremus they have beautiful packaging you can also when you go to the website if you have gifts or whatever you want to do they do decorative packaging they had this really cute and intricate packaging with like little roses and shit on it so you can for like a little like a three dollar upcharge or a dollar upcharge you can change the gift packaging so i thought that that was super cute and oh they also sent us a caribbean queen pin and um a profile pin which i thought was super cute yep I can't wait to put my pins on uh, the jean jacket that my cousin Shireen refuses to give back to me. That's where I want to put it. I'm thinking of like where I'm going to put my pins. Shireen is the one who lives in New York? Yes. Who could just bring me back my jean jacket, please? Wow. Yeah. That's why I don't share. Wow, Shireen. That's why I don't share. Anyway, in the meantime, I'll put them on my bag. Where are you going to put your pins? I don't know yet. Okay. On my jean jacket. I'm just Why don't I put mine on your jean jacket? So I, I don't it. even like to share. I know. I'm just joking. You can also <laughs> check out Aremus on Instagram at aremusjewelry.com. And I'll put the link to the website in the show notes as well as the Instagram, yo. Yes. 
And thanks to Arimas for sending us pins, yo. Yes, they're so cute. They're so nice. So, Jay. Yo. You ready to get into this pit? Let's get into the pit. I feel like we did some pitting already. Well, let's, let's get into the motherfucking pit, yo. Everybody strap in. I'm about to open some fucking windows. The new Triple X has got to be more dangerous, deadlier, more attitude. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. You want me to tell people what the pit is or do you want to say I'm it? I can tell people what the pit is. The pit is basically the opposite of libations. The pit is where we throw everything that's trying to destroy our black joy. Mm -hmm. the, peace, the people, places, and things mm -hmm. that's trying to destroy that, they go in the pit. That's right. So, so what you got for this week? I got a few little what are you throwing things. In the pit? I got a few little things. So I want to throw um, restaurants in a pit okay. that say on the menu that they have wings for sale. Go on. And then when I get the fucking wings, it's a fucking wingette. Or a wing, wing, a wing ding. It's not a wingette. A drumette. A wing mm -hmm. has three different parts that generally form a triangle of mm. a piece of lovely chicken okay. okay not the fucking drum alone mm -hmm. or the fucking flat alone mm -hmm. drum it. i mm -hmm. want the whole fucking wing i asked for you wings put wing it on the fucking menu if it's just the wing at mm -hmm. okay wings at the only place that sell wings anymore just a chinese restaurant that's the only place that sells mm. a full fucking wing yo is that the only place you know when we'll know that gentrification has really fucking when they start taken giving over. us wingettes yep. right yep give me a fucking wing yep. i want to decide if i want to eat the fucking tip or not how are you just gonna make that decision for me i want a wing okay. a whole wing mm -hmm. i want to know that i'm eating an animal that could have possibly flew even though chickens don't really fly that, that much, sounds, they don't. They go and go, but yeah, so high. We're eating animals, but okay. Oh, yep. I know I'm eating animals. Right, okay. Right, okay, I'm an omnivore. All right. Um, yeah, ain't no thing. Okay. And just give me some wings. Okay. A whole wing. All right. Stop with the false advertisement. Next time that happened to me, I'm not paying. <clears throat> Cause you said a fucking wing. Okay. How about you, Jay? What you got going over there? I don't know. That kind of that that is really good. That was really good. But I feel like while we're in restaurants mm -hmm. and while we're in like service industry mm -hmm. type shit, yeah. I just want to know about paper straws. I get it. Um, I too am fine being done with plastic, but I'm just saying if we're going to use paper, like can, can we make them work? You know what I'm saying? Like Word. I would like to enjoy all of my iced coffee, like from start to finish. You know what makes no sense about this straw thing to me? Because mm -hmm. I get the non-use of plastic. Okay. So they're giving us the paper straws. Yes. And the only way that the paper straw is not going to be flimsy and whack is if they put wax on it like they do paper cups for us. But mm. then it becomes not recyclable. So what the fuck is this all uh, for? What is it for? What if they just made the fucking cardboard harder? It's wet. Just, you know how water works? No, I just it's wet. I don't know how it works. That's why that's know why how any of this that's works. why cups that hold liquid, mm -hmm. paper cups, yeah. they fucking film it. They put the wax on it. So it yeah. could hold that cup. Paper is gonna absorb that. So maybe eventually they're gonna start doing that to straws, but then those straws are gonna become unrecyclable too. So what the fuck are we doing this for? <laughs> what the fuck are we doing this for? All right. So basically, I guess I just answered my own problem. So we have to buy. We gotta buy. Everybody <laughs> buy gotta metal buy those. Or whatever. Yeah. But I, isn't I aluminum? Don't isn't aluminum bad for you? 
Like in a certain way, like can it fucking There's different contribute kinds of aluminum. to Alzheimer's and stuff? Well, then tell me. What kind? <laughs> there's different kinds of aluminum. What so kind there's aluminum buy. that could be in products. Okay. It's different than like a solid piece of aluminum. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to get the Alzheimer's like tomorrow. Okay. I want to get it when I'm supposed to get it. At the end of my life. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, do y'all niggas understand? I want straws that work. But okay, fine. I'll buy an aluminum straw. I don't understand. Maybe that's the answer. I don't know what you're going to do about chicken. That sounds like a restaurant problem. <laughs> but I can buy an aluminum straw. All right, so we saw that Yeah, you were able to purchase a straw. I guess you buy a straw. All right, I'll carry it in my purse and clean it, I guess. I'll can we that. get some fucking straw pouches? Make it cute. Oh, that would be cute. Like something. I would like a straw travel pouch. Fashion needs to evolve. Yes. Sell them on Fashion Nova. <laughs> that would be cute. My struggle look like it got a fat ass. I like <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a fat ass and the straw sits in the crack but like yo your straw got mad hips yo oh gosh that's brilliant <laughs> pay us for that idea because i know y'all be taking think of the articles that are going to be written from this podcast and the ideas that are going to be drawn from it oh god Just send us our checks y'all another thing mm. like at restaurants because we're in the straw thing mm-hmm. we haven't figured it out we're still figuring okay. out how we're going to navigate Aluminum. the straw situation Aluminum straws Talking about the world. We figured oh, out how we we're going to We've solved it, it here us, on Tea with Queen J. But the world right. has not figured this out. Okay. Restaurants. Mm-hmm. Can you ask me if I want a straw? Oh, that would be kind. Like, maybe I want one. Yeah. Maybe I actually need one. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned through this straw debacle that it's ableist mm-hmm. to like just deny people's straws. Because mm. people, people who are like certain... I'm not going to go into that because I don't really know. Mm-hmm. But it's ableist, right? Mm-hmm. I also saw... Like there are people who are better served with, with a straw. straw. They need, it helps them, yeah. you know? So then I remember reading this article and a person asked for a straw and the disabled person, it was mm-hmm. not an article, it was a Twitter thread. Mm-hmm. They asked for a straw. The purple the restaurant denied it because they weren't visibly disabled mm-hmm. to whatever standard they felt mm-hmm. visibly disabled were. And I was like, I need a straw, I'm disabled. And then they called the manager and the manager's like, just give it to her to make her happy. Oh. And it's like, what? the fuck like and then the manager went home and made a song called disabled girl (laughs) biracial girl oh my god she's biracial brown skin girl it was the best song of the equivalent of that oh wow it's bad beyonce all right all right, I think we did a show yeah so restaurants get it together give me a whole ass fucking wing Mm mm-hmm and okay. I guess we solved our we straw solved the problem. We solved straw debacle. I'll have to order one, I guess, from somewhere. Yeah. Or just not have one. Or just suffer. <laughs> I guess. Somebody send me an aluminum straw, please. Okay. I guess. I guess. With the fatty. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did a show. We did a motherfucking show. Be sure to follow us on the mm-hmm. social media. Right. We on Instagram and Twitter. At T with QJ. We are also on Tumblr and Facebook. You search for us there. Send us email at T with Queen and J at gmail.com. Visit our website, T with Queen and J.com. And it is also there that you can send us some donations. Be sure to like, subscribe, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to give us a rating. Um, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to rate the podcast. Leave us your comments. We do read those to ourselves. We don't read them on the show, but yeah. we do see them. We do oh, read them. Shout we out do to appreciate Cash them. I be seeing y'all. 
I be seeing y'all. They be commenting. Oh, thank you all. Thank you all for those. Mm-hmm. They help. They help people discover this podcast. They help people um, know that we are an actual viable podcast that motherfuckers listen to. We appreciate that shit. What? Someone was like, talk about race. I hope you're not racist. And I cast fuck up. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what is wrong with people? I don't know. They didn't even, I'm sure they never listened because they were just no, like talking about race. They saw they saw the RBG in our logo and they just said Black Fist. How dare you? I'm just a blabbergasted by all of it. Oh my goodness. Oh gosh. We are thankful and appreciative. Hashtags. Say her name. Stop killing trans women. Black Lives Matter. Disability to white. All Black Lives Matter. That's right. Maybe he doesn't hit you. Film Dees. Chronic Loaf. Brown skin girl. <laughs> Get that shit out of yeah. it. Light skin lives matter. Light skin lore. Sorry, like that Talk one. to your light skin friends. Talk to your light skin friends, yo. Tea with QJ. Mm-hmm. Pardon. And a whole uprising. Yep. Queer Walk Pod. Mm-hmm. Queer Walk. Bag Ladies. Unpack BG. Mm-hmm. Marsha's Plate. The Sexually Liberated Woman. Yep. Mix Vixen. Ow. Um, what else we be saying? you okay sis you okay sis like is you okay whose man's is this whose <laughs> man's is this bitch you lying say my name but shut the fuck up to shut, keep my name, <laughs> name out, out your, your mouth. mouth all that stuff yo and talk to your light-skinned friends talk to your light-skinned friends yo this podcast was created hosted and produced by a black girl named janicia and a black girl named naima with editorial support by a black girl named sam riddell and production support by a black person named emeka and peace out bye t with queen and jay we turn up responsibly and when we hear about stories coming out from you and your agency that everything is pretty good you're doing a great job. I guess you, you feel like you're doing a great job, right? Is that what you're saying? We're doing our level best in a very What does that mean? What does that mean when a child is sitting in their own feces, can't take a shower? Come on, man. None of us would have our children in that position. They are human beings. It's not the deed that you do to a child. It's the memory. It's the memory. We are the United States of America. We are the greatest country in the world. We are the ones that can, can go anywhere in the world and save people. Come on, we're better than that. When we are dancing with the angels, these children will be dealing with the issues that have been presented to them.